at Oblivion Song Podcast. I just added the word song. It's actually at Oblivion Podcast. Uh, maybe it is about the fantastic Tom Cruise movie, Oblivion. I'm just kidding. I'm very well aware of this podcast, guys. Don't get upset. Welcome to the Oblivion Song Podcast, a show where friends sit around and talk all things Oblivion Song, a comic book by Robert Kirkman and Lorenzo DeFelici. I'm one of your hosts, Ryan, Bill, and I'm TJ. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter. Just search the Oblivion Song Podcast. Uh, we are also on all of your favorite streaming audio services. So this is episode 26, issue 26. What a coincidence. And here we are. What did you guys uh, think of this issue? Um, this is one of my favorite issues. Oh my yeah. god. What? I, no, I, I, <laughs> what? I, I, what? I did Tell the, me. I did the recap of issue seven, episode seven, <laughs> and you literally say the same thing. What's funny, though, is like, issue seven, it, it really was fucking awesome. Yeah. Like the whole, uh, that was the one with the recap where Nathan, flashback. like, the flashback tells the oh, whole yeah. story. Oh, yeah, I love that issue, too. Yeah. But we'll get yeah, it. We'll get into my, that later. That was my <laughs> um. <laughs> Ryan, what do you think of this cover? Is it your favorite cover? It's up there. I can't say it's my favorite cover, but it's definitely up there. Um, I'd say that. Uh, so I read this issue about a half hour ago, like right as TJ pulled it, and I was finishing it up. Um, and so I feel like I read it too quick. I didn't even read it too quickly. I took my time with it, but I feel like there's more that I want to dive into. So I'm excited to talk about it right mm-hmm. now. Uh, I liked it. I liked that I was right about the format that it would follow. And I'm very excited about Wait. that. TJ called Didn't that, too. I, I say that? I'm it. pretty sure we all just agreed. Um, I would start, like, with the, you know, go backwards, and then... And then I, but but we'll, none of us oh, predicted we're talking that about something was, different. We none thought, of us predicted that it was going to be exclusive... Or, we all thought it was going to be exclusively DeCool. Right. And then the and next then one halfway exclusively through, Earth. Yes. And then halfway through, it, like, actually I, picked up where yeah. it left yeah. off. Yeah, yeah. Which I which I was surprised because like oh cool it's following the format and then I was like oh it's it's more of Nate so indeed well we will get to uh, the issue twenty six recap but we are gonna dive into some uh, uh, Oblivion song slash Kirkman related news we kind of got this a, is the first time since uh, the all uh, the stuff. Skybound Expo and San Diego Comic Con and everything it is. too. We got some stuff. Yeah, so uh, first of all, before we get into that, the um, book one hardcover of Oblivion Song came out, uh, collecting the first 12 trades. So if you haven't gotten this, I highly recommend first it. First 12 issues. First 12 issues. What did I say? First 12 trades. That would be oh, a lot. That would be, that would be a fucking, like, a compendium. Now, TJ, I don't know this as well as you do, but it's the same in the um, in the trades as well, that there are no chapter breaks, right? It flows directly into the next issue. It does flow, but it has all the covers in the back, too, with same. no logo okay, in so it same. or anything, which is cool. I do like how it does separate um, the uh, trades, though. It does say Chapter 1, and then mm-hmm. there's a break that says Chapter 2 Yeah, in and between them. Also in the back, one thing that you don't get, obviously, with the issues or even the trade paperback, um, is all the extra stuff in the back where it talks about... Uh, it's basically Lorenzo De Felici doing the narrative mm-hmm. um, of all this different like art that he's done and like posters uh, for the promo- promos and stuff. Uh, but 
after everything that he says, Kirkman replies and comments on on what Lorenzo De Felici said. So it's it's kind of like the comment section to the letters column. To the letters column, yeah. How like Sean Makowitz and uh, and Kirkman kind of go back and forth. It's really really cool. There's several pages of like behind the scenes cool stuff. Yeah, I'm excited to read through that when I get my hardcover. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, and then all the covers, like I said, are in the back with with just like the naked covers, which is really yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Also, it's a really good uh, good way to give it to your friends that haven't read it, all in one one shot, twelve issues. So, book two hardcover will include issues thirteen to twenty four. So we've already seen all that will be included in the second hardcover. Yeah. I wonder when that'll come out. Yeah. Oh shit, because that's ready to go. I hope so. Damn. Hopefully soon. Uh, another thing that came out is the Oblivion Song Issue 1, 11 by 17 Artist Proof. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's awesome. Even it's so big. Even knowing that it's 11 by 17, just holding it in your hand, just it's it's so much bigger than what you think it would be. That's what she said. It's just, it, it's so big that it is an experience, whether you want it to be or not. That's what she <laughs> said. <laughs> it's just, it, I mean, you can't comfortably like just casually flip <laughs> flip through this oh I you know what I mean? yeah i know i lost it i lost it but um, uh, but no it, it's it, so cool it it really pays homage to um lorenzo's raw art with no colors it's black and white all the way through um it's, it's interesting awesome. looking at the pages that use a lot of the shading or that gray scale mm-hmm. kind of yeah. the, the gray versus ones that are now, just straight black that and white. is typically what like act like Excuse me, I have to rephrase it, but what artists that that actually use like real materials like pencils and stuff like that, that's the scale that they draw on, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, but, well, everybody's different. I've seen like DC artists use like scrap paper, and well, it's that's like what's legit... interesting because isn't the whole the artist proof thing is is yeah, it's 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 full size pages. They see. Yeah. It's what they yeah. would be looking at. So now Lorenzo's all digital, right? Right. So I was gonna so say that'd be think... a question, that'd be a cool question to ask him. Like, I mean. What is the scale that he works at, or is there no scale? You know what? Like, I bet you pull up whatever panel, panel, and then just the ratio of the panel, yeah. and then he could zoom in and do as big as or as little as he wants. Yeah. I bet that's how it is. That that seems like the convenient way. You know mm. what I mean? Why would they make it so you have to draw on a template? But one? then wouldn't? Yeah. But then maybe you want the that that framing to put yourself in. So you, oh, so you can see like the flow, yeah. like how it goes. Yeah, that's a good point too. And there's a, a cool little write-up in the back, too, from Lorenzo, which I'd like to read, which might answer that question. Yeah, <laughs> it, I'll, I'll bring up highlights of that, too, because that's awesome. There's a whole letter. The entire back page is a is a letter about uh, how he kind of is looking back at these pages and realizing, like, remembering um, how difficult it was for him to, to draw these pages and not color them because he's a colorist at heart. Um, mm-hmm. And it was difficult for him to kind of give that up and give that to Annalisa Leone because he kept... Um, panicking and it felt like he left his plane tickets at home and he felt like he kept having to go back and he was missing something mm-hmm. um but he kind of pays i'm going to use the word again homage to uh uh annalisa leone about like how she was perfect for it and and um you know how how well it worked out and everything yeah um yeah it's it's really really cool um also i noticed that people are selling the artist proof on ebay for like a hundred bucks don't be stupid. They're still available on the Skybound store yeah, for twenty dollars. I just saw one today in our comic shop. I really should just get one. You should. I should. You should. I should. 
yeah. all right. So yes, and then moving on to um, they had we had they had the uh, Skybound Expo that they did uh, that was just for for Skybound. It was before San Diego Comic Con. It was kind of their own thing um, that they did. And uh, Oblivion song related. Uh, one thing that was brought up um, was a question somebody asked Kirkman about how long will Oblivion song go on for. And Kirkman said that there is an ending planned. And then in his Kirkman way, he said, there is a finite ending planned. It's possible we're at the halfway point. It's possible we're not quite there yet. Uh, it is a story with a planned beginning, middle, and end. So, mm. is he ending it? Is he not? Is it just Kirkman being Kirkman? I think I think he's like not ending it because it's. I think I think exactly what it said that there's a beginning, middle. I mean, yeah. I can't imagine a story like this going on forever. Like I, it seems like there is a story to tell. So TJ, you just told me that we. What was it? Issue 24 would be the end of book two. And I'm sorry to get into the numbers like this, but this is what Kirkman did. Does, uh, 100%. And this is, and this is how, we, how we knew Invincible was ending before yep. it. Was You're about to make the same prediction I was going to make. Go ahead. I mean, figure out how many hardcovers it would take. Figure out how many compendiums it would take. Do the math. Like, it'd, see what it would it'd, be. It would be issue 48. I can I can see we're we're at the halfway point. Yeah, I think we're at the halfway point. I think it's going to end think, with issue 48. It's going to be the it's going to culminate be, the third hardcover. That would be three hardcovers or four? No. Three. Wait. Four. Yeah. Four? Yeah, 12 issues per hardcover. Oh, you're right. So it Maybe it'll end with 36. Four hardcovers, one compendium. It might end with 36. Maybe we're past halfway. No, four hardcovers, one compendium. One compendium is about 45 issues, 48 True. issues. True. But it's funny because literally last episode... you know if he goes five issues more than that, he's going to have to go another... You know, 48 issues, <laughs> knowing Kirkman's head. But literally last episode, I was saying about, about, I was talking about how for the first time ever, it felt like I could see an ending yes, coming did. Did. before I even said anything, yep. yeah. because there was so, there was so much mystery of what's going on in Oblivion. Yep. What really, what pulled the transference through? How's it, how is it affecting all these people? Yep. We got so many answers and now we know that uh, a war is coming after the war, what's what's after that? Yeah. You know what I mean. So I feel like that's where it's going to end after after a big war on Earth. Um. And like what we were talking about with like how Kirkman numbers things, I wouldn't have it any other way because that pleases my brain. Yeah. I love not having odd shaped uh, hardcovers or odd shaped uh, collections or anything like that. And I always love and appreciate the fact that someone has an end in mind. There should be a, a, right. a destination. There should be it, it should be mapped out. I love that. So I'm all for that. I mean, yeah, of course I want it to go on for a really long time, but I mean, if we still got two or three years, I mean, that's exciting. I feel like, I feel like with this kind of story, you can always I, spin off too. I, <laughs> that, but I would always want an ending. Like, yeah, like with Invincible, it's different because it's superheroes. So you could, he could always have a new adventure. There could always be a new fucking galaxy and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. Invincible could have gone on forever because it's just the way that it is. That's but how we talked about it just, forever. This, yeah, he's this, already this, talking about how it would end. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's exciting. Yeah. That's also kind of sad. Yeah. I don't want it to end. Um, but... But just think the build-up. Like, the build-up for Invincible, where it was like, we're into the last six issues of Oblivion Song. What that's going to be like. It's going to be exciting. Yeah. Um, yeah, so moving on to San Diego Comic-Con. 
not much. He didn't reveal much. He did reveal um, the f- next three issues of Oblivion Song, uh, or the covers to the next three issues, one of which was this one, was mm. issue 26. I don't think I saw them. You know, you didn't see them? Maybe I looked I'm away. I'm sure I you normally did. don't like seeing them. Yeah. But, yeah, they're cool. Uh, and, and it was kind of what we were expecting. Tw- 26, we've ar- 26 we've already seen. Um, 27's Earth. That's in the back of this. Yeah. So, yeah. A lot of cool things to look forward to. But another thing was, and I put it uh, in the beginning of this podcast, oh, that looks so cool. was Kirkman kind of, one question that we asked was, um, I said, or we said, somebody's got to ask it. Um, can mm. you tell us anything about the Oblivion Song movie? But before he read it, he was making fun of our Twitter handle, <laughs> which was at Obli- which is at Oblivion Podcast, not Oblivion Song Podcast. And he was like, oh, maybe it's uh Maybe it has something to do with, or a podcast about the Tom Cruise movie, Oblivion, Oblivion. <laughs> which was a great movie. And then he was like joking, and he was like, no, no, I know I, I know of the podcast. Well aware. Yeah, but uh, I thought that was kind of funny. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, he said um, no news to report regarding the movie, that um, he, he's in talks about it, and he's he's involved with it, but uh, but until they start casting, there's not really not anything really to talk much. about. Yeah. Right? So, But he, he said it is still... Very much a thing. We've uh we've been doing, we've been podcasting about stuff long enough. We know how how this goes. Yeah. Just don't think about it. Yeah. Just don't think about That's it. That's it. Yeah. I don't really think about it. Oh. Though. It'll happen when it happens. Yeah. Um. Another thing. Kirkman did a fun little Twitter video where he was going through all the variant covers of issue twenty-five, uh, and on the the bottom of the pile, which he did not talk about at all, was just kind of there mm-hmm. in the background, was a, a black and white um, naked cover of uh, J. Scott Campbell's mm-hmm. variant. Um, and he has not... That was like a month ago. And he hasn't talked about it at all. Yeah. Nobody said anything about it. Everybody's been like so concerned with the um, the red foil Negan Lives cover. Nobody's mm-hmm. really talked about the uh, the black and white version. But I ended up finding it. It's, it's on J. Scott Campbell's website. So if you want one, there's only 300 available. I'm sure there's still some available. Um, you can go on J. Scott Campbell's website and search for it. It's kind of buried in his website, but you can yeah, find it. That's pretty. It's interesting how it, it wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah, but um, you can pre-order it. I thought it was going to be like 200 bucks. I think it was 65 for for the, the signature one for the regular one, and I think it was like 75 or 85 for uh, you can get it signed by J. Scott Campbell. With a certificate of authenticity. Yeah. Um, and I think that was like $65, $75. Yeah. And then they're shipping them out like beginning to mid-September, which is cool. So hmm. should be coming soon. Yeah. So if you wanted one and couldn't figure out where to where to get it, that's where you get it. Yep. Um, w. Maxwell Prince is a author of a comic book called The Ice Cream Man which is very popular. A friend of ours was telling us about that. Uh, he also has another book uh, in um, for Boom Studios. Mm-hmm. And Lorenzo De Felici is doing a variant cover for issue four of that. It's called King of Nowhere. Mm. So I'd like to catch up on that. It's, it's actually a really cool... I think I um, saw that. He tweeted about it, right? Uh, yes. I thought Lorenzo I screenshotted did? it, and I was going to show you guys, and I guess I did not screenshot it. So, But it's really cool. It's really colorful. Um, I definitely want to, it's only four issues in, so I'm going to check that out. It's called King of Nowhere by W. Maxwell Prince. Hmm. So, yeah, that'll be cool to look out for. 
Oh yeah, I did see that. Yeah, because he showed um the alternate versions of the cover that he he did too. Has oh, that, that, that super that iguana Lorenzo. iguana yeah. on the it's very cover. Cool. Um, uh, the last thing I was going to bring up was just a kind of a cool tweet by Chris Copeland. Chris Copeland is, uh, in the industry. He worked a little bit on, um, uh, the oblivion or the invincible, uh, animated series, um, before he ended up leaving the, the series. But, um, he's a big fan of like skybound and things. And he does a lot of uh, things for like animated TV shows, uh, things like that. Yeah. One thing that he tweeted out was he said, if Lorenzo De Felici is not one of your favorite artists, then that means that oblivion song by the one and only Robert Kirkman is not one of your favorite comic books. And if that's the case, then I'm sorry, but there's simply nothing I can do to help you. And I'm sorry, mm-hmm. Lord, he is so good. I thought that was kind of cool coming from him. Yeah. So yeah. Um, so yeah, we it's can cool kind of news this time of year. It is. We don't get yeah. a lot of Oblivion song news very often. Tis the season. Tis the season. So yeah, we'll kind of uh, dig into the issue now, but stay tuned for after the uh, after going over the or after the recap, we're gonna do all of our. Side segments, such as we're going to dig into some emails, we're going to do um, uh, pop culture news, uh, we're going to do what we've been up to lately, and uh, we're going to go back in time to, this time to... Uh, Issue ep- 7. Episode 7. Episode 7, seven. yeah. Episode seven, yeah. A year ago, or no, two years ago. Yeah, it had been, been two years ago. Yeah. So, stay tuned for that. So, alright, let's dig in. So, let's talk more about the the cover it really is an awesome cover, and I'll say it. In, well, no. Never mind. I'll talk about the next cover at the end. Sorry. Okay. But yeah, right. love this cover, and it's, they did a cool job doing the animating thing, as I'm sure it was tweeted out and everything like that. The gif. Yeah, where it's glistening. Yeah. And what's cool about this is seeing that structure is similar to their armor mm-hmm. for them. You know, what I mean the, that, the that crystal. crystal yeah. 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 Uh, another thing that Kirkman tweeted out to Lorenzo De Felici is. Um, how brilliant it is that Ducal's head is parallel with the city. Mm-hmm. I think that's cool. Oh, wow, it is. But yeah. That's um, pleasing to the eye. It is. It's one of those things that, like, it's, it's, what's the word I'm looking for? It's pleasing yeah, I guess, to sure, the Yeah, sure, sure, yeah, that. But, eye? like, without you knowing it. Um, Subconsciously? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's not about the cover, but the back cover might be one of my favorite back covers. That just looks awesome, doesn't it's it? It's kind of a spoiler. Yeah, kind of. Because it's more, it's it's you finally see yeah, all the... I, I mean, I didn't see like, that until I got to yeah. the end, but yeah. I, for do, the first I do like time, the artwork yeah. on the back cover. For the first time in, in the issue, but what Ryan's alluding to is that it's also on the back cover, is right. um is the Gozan army. Right. Which we've, the only Gozan only we've ever few, seen. But the way Ducal. it's like... Is, is uh, Ducal. Ducal, yeah. But just like the way it's cropped and zoomed it's in cool. on and everything like that. It's cool. It is it just, cool. It just looks really cool. You said Ducal. You said Gukal. <laughs> no, I didn't say Gukal. Gukal is a is another character. Gukal he is. Oh, yeah, the friend. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's interesting that there is no growth in the city whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Because huh. it hasn't arrived yet. Like, it almost hasn't spread it's to kind it. kind of interesting, isn't interesting. it? Yeah. I like the moon in the background. Like the pinkish, reddish moon. Or is that a sun? 
and the moon is above it. Could it could be a sun. could be a very far, far sun. Hmm. Um, I am going to point it out because it might be pretty loud, but it's dark out and the crickets are out. So just yeah. imagine you're just with us by a fire. Right. And we're still, and we're still trying to social distance. And so it's a little, the, just the, you know, the, the outside noises. There might be a car driving by yeah. in the distance you know or the crickets. Listening to the, the past, some nice the last podcast we're, we're, on, we're in the sunroom right now, yeah, so we're kind of inside, but we won't go, like, all the way inside. I think, I think it's fitting, you know? Yeah. We, we talked about it last Oblivion song. Yeah, oh, yeah, it kind of has that, it, that Oblivion song It does song feel sound. very much like we're in Oblivion, <laughs> you know? Mm. All right. All right. Let's dig into the content. Previously on Oblivion Song. Three years have passed since Nathan Cole was stranded in Oblivion. Riding his steed, Lightning, Nathan scavenges Oblivion for materials to save this world from the growth killing it, aided by two Cathal, Gakal, and his daughter, Nanul. However, they've failed to invent a solution, and worse, they've learned that the Cathal have successfully replicated Nathan's teleportation technology and are planning an invasion. I am so glad that daughter. you emphasized daughter. Oh, yeah. Because when I read this, I was like, ooh, I hope I do the, re- the recap, even though I knew <laughs> I didn't because I did last week mm-hmm. or last month. And so I was like, oh, I hope, uh, yeah. So good job. Because we didn't know. Like, yeah. we didn't, and, and who knows if that was, like, just, like, a Freudian slip or something weird like that. But he made it. He they made seem, it, yeah. they seem asexual. They seem like yeah. they don't have a sex. Yeah. But, and they didn't speci- specify at all last issue. Yeah. And, and, and in this issue, there's there seems to be some sort of relationship that could show that they're like they have like you know husband wife kind of did um, you not get that or no i don't know if i got that let's see let's all right see. all right all right i like i also like imagine if you go back back in time two years like when we were doing issue seven or talking about issue it, it, you know the first few issues and reading just even a, any sentence Nathan Cole stranded in oblivion, riding his steed lightning, <laughs> scavenges oblivion for materials to save the wor- save the world from the growth, aided by two Cathal, Gakal, like find a solution, uh, uh, and then the teleportation technology, planning an invasion, like it's it sounds crazy, like the amount that's actually changed in this comic. He like said that, by issue thirty it would be completely different feel, a different a different comic. Is oh, what he it said. totally is, and, 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 and it is. Bill reading that right there. And we're not even to thirty me, yet. Like, me listening to Bill read that, I was like, "This sounds batshit crazy," and is yeah. nothing like how it started. Right. Indeed. In a good way. Yeah, in a good way. Uh, so starting out, uh, we get Ducal. It's it's before the uh, the time jump, and he's talking to. I'm assuming that these are um, the Kurag. But they're like soldier versions because they got like the, they're like soldier Kirag because they got crystals on their, looks like some form of armor. Um, uh, no, these are the zealots. These are like the religious class. Yeah. We've right. seen these guys last time. That's yeah. the Kirag. The okay. Kirag is like, yeah, but I think that they're like soldier versions. of Yeah, like, because you know he's I mean? goes on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they're basically like, not making fun of them, but like. Like, dude, I thought I thought you were, This was your plan. I thought you. Were, I thought it was gonna work. Yeah, you're going back. You're gonna. You failed. They're gonna. They're the gonna, goes on are gonna kill you. They're gonna kill you for failing. And so, I'm sorry. But I think, am I wrong? He says your pathetic lord Halak is gone. Did I forget that? Did I forget? That? I don't remember Halak dying. Uh, I don't really the either. The first thing Dakul says, your pathetic lord Halak is gone. You don't need to use their primitive language anymore. 
Oh, jeez. I don't remember that happening. TJ, you can keep going, and I'll look ahead if you want, or look back. I'll look back. It would be uh, it would be twenty four, not twenty five. Um, yeah. So, Dekul is um, is basically says like, really, you're gonna you're gonna like chastise me for this. He's like, uh, um, you need to be careful what you say because your your lord is gone. You need to watch your mouth, basically. And he's like, your your faction is a joke. When was the last time you guys even saw action? And they're like, oh, well, maybe today's the day. And he's like, no, we're not going to fight today. And they say, mm-hmm. yeah, we are. We're going to we're gonna um, save the, the goes on the trouble of killing you. Mm-hmm. And then they start fighting. And they, they're fighting with these, like, like La- lightning, like yeah. laser swords. Yeah. But it's different than what um, Nathan made. They're like, you know made by the uh well nathan made it with like human technology yeah yeah so and and um the cool still has his like sword that is like tipped in lasers but not like these the, they're using like energy blades energy weapons yeah um and the cool makes like very quick work of them and chops all of their hands off yep he fucks them up so in like two pages he fucks them up the last thing we saw was issue 24, and um, Dekul, uh, having failed, was approached by Hakal, and Hakal said, when word of your failure here spreads, you will be stripped of your title and removed from the Gozan ranks. You mean Halak? Halak, sorry, yeah. Okay. And then um, uh, Dekul says to Halak, we will see. I will say, I'll, I have much to say on your failure as well. And then he walks away. Mm-hmm. That's all we left. So what happened? What happened to Lord what Halak? What happened? Mm-hmm. I don't what know. Happened? Uh, so yeah, he chops them all down and he says, um, what is wrong with you? I am Gozan. I am to be feared. At least you know that now. And he walks away. He gets on this he, like... He disarms them. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> he gets on like a hover bike, bike and he um, travels out and he... He... He finds the broken... Um, belt. Nate's, Nate's broken belt that that one and, took. And, and gun. Yeah. Oh, and a gun. Is that a revolver? Rebol, yes. Well, the belt was actually the, uh, the one that they already had. So when Nathan went into oblivion to save Ed and the group of people, he went into oblivion and immediately started chasing one of the, um, one of the, uh, faceless men. Yes. Yeah, so it was he, the one that escaped with the belt and he chased after it. Right. Yeah. Yes. And, so the the, and then broke the belt. He he shot him and broke the belt. And then it turned out that the faceless man was playing possum, basically. Um, and they got into a fight and broke Nathan's belt. And that's why Nathan got stranded, because mm-hmm. both belts got broken. Um, so Nathan had his belt, and um, DeCool just picked up the one um, yeah, that he escaped one. with. And, and, yeah, that is his gun. I just looked back at issue 24. The gun as well. Okay. Yep. So he brings both of those back because they, uh, the guy upcoming says the artifacts you brought back. Yeah. So we get three years later. Again, this awesome font, this awesome text it's right so across the cool back. so cool looking. So the, I'm going to say it now because comic, the, yes. one of us is going to say it anyways. Annalise Leone's best issue. Like, holy shit, dude. The, the shading, the coloring, it's nighttime. Look it, at like, this guy. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Don't get ahead of yourself. Ah, it's so good. <sighs> I... I always say that her best issue was eight. 
him on the waterfall, him like maybe it's the, just she's surprised oh, me every issue. She's just so she she's consistent. She's so consistent. Oh, this is a beautiful page though. And yeah. then the three years later, which is weird. I think I've brought this up before. I think that I brought this up last issue. The font. Is um the font. And yeah. the three years later, every time there's a time jump, it's not just like that in Oblivion Song. I've seen it in other skybound non Kirkman related about stuff. That, but uh, we looked it up in, in issue twenty in issue thirteen, I think it was. Um, when it was five years later, or whatever it was, this, this font and everything. It like was, that. yeah. But I'm saying that oh. they use this font for time jumps in other Kirkman. I just gotta find. I gotta non- see it. I gotta see it to it's believe a, it. It's in Redneck. Oh, okay. Well, Same exact font. Cool. Yeah. Is it? Yep. Um, okay. So yeah, this is a great page of them all doing their little crouched over thing. They're doing their their like hi- hibernation sleep thing with their arms. We've yeah. seen them do this before when we, we were first introduced to. It goes on. When we were no, when we were first introduced to Lord Hollock and the Kurag, the Kurag, Gozon is Dukul. Yeah, these oh, are okay. these yeah, are Gozon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, these are, are Gozon. So this is interesting, and this is what I was talking about, Ryan, where they're talking yeah. about um, this. The one wakes up and says, "I'm sorry, Dukul. Uh, did I break the link? I'll try harder." So goes. So Dukul has like his own group of people. It's funny because going back when he found the belt. Uh, before the three years, he like, uh, you know, quoted one of the um, Kirag and he said like nothing to show for it. Like basically saying, finding this belt is going to save me basically. And it did. So three years later, the Gozan didn't kill him because he found that belt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And they've been working on that belt, you know, things like that. So that he has his own like faction in the Gozan army. People like basically worship him. Um, I don't know if that's what's going on right here. I th- okay. So, well, what do you think? Do you want to give give your interpretation of what this? Okay, is? I feel like we have to kind of talk about it. So, he says, "You're right." I think a, I think worship was the wrong word. With a loving gesture, with his hand on its head, says, "No, it was time I rose. No apology needed. Our bond will strengthen over time. Our connection will grow. You'll see." The other one says, "When you have more companions, our bond will not need to be so strong." And he says, I'm happy the way things are. Um, and then the thing says, you know, you've been rewarded for all of your great accomplishments and stuff. Uh, you will have many companions, so many, they will fill these chambers. Similar to Lord Halak. Companions, I'm thinking that they mean like mates or like... And then he says, no, that is not my way. And then she says, I'm going to say she. But with the more the bond stronger, the, the our rejuvenation more complete. And then he talks about how he doesn't, that's a practice for the weak, um, that companions needed to be uh, not fully devoted, or for companions not fully devoted to each other. So the rejuvenation, do you think that's like growing back the limbs? I don't think it's growing back the limbs because it's been years and he hasn't (laughs) grown anything back. I think it, I took it as more of a, like, this is what this species does to, essentially this is what they do instead of sleeping. This is how they recover. So okay. say, you know what I mean? Like this is how they get stronger, get, get get more energy, and feel like it's almost like they're because he says the the uh, what was it? Our bond will strengthen over time. Our connection <laughs> will grow. I don't know. And he's he talks about basically how he'd rather it be a smaller group that gives him a stronger connection, a stronger, more powerful rejuvenation, yeah. as opposed to many who aren't really putting their heart and soul into it. Yeah, it's so, kind of the way I got it. So I don't he, think it's anything. I guess, sexual or anything right. regarding mates or 
uh, you know, gender, I think it's just, it's more of a transferring of energy, if anything. You think so? Do you think they're sacrificing themselves for him? Maybe, like, maybe they stay weak in order to keep him, this is, this so, is, this is strong. Cecil's body, b- a, a pool of goo yeah. that he, he goes into to stay awake longer, to stay fresh and young and... So the next couple of pages, he says, I expect better. I demand it. I demand it, leaning over, and then the thing, like, cowers down. And then he says, be rested for my return. So maybe worshipped was a, was a strong word, but he's definitely in a leadership position position over them. Yeah. They look up to him. She was very apologetic, if, if it is a she. Like, She's very apologetic to start out, and then very, like, cowers when he, he demand he's demanding of her, of her, of them. Who is he to demand anything of them? Yeah. And be rested for my return. It's definitely, they're definitely being active. There's something, yeah. I mean, obviously they're not moving, but they're, they're, there's some transferring of, you know, something. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go back and say it is worshiping because the first time we let, we met Lord Hollock, that's what was going on. TJ, and then he rose. For once, I think I might believe you. Hmm. I think I might agree with you. Hmm. I think you may have changed my mind about this because he had many followers so he like was in a in a and de cool is more about having fewer more loyal ones than right. an army he's not lord hollock no yeah and that's what it's showing it's showing the difference he doesn't want that so no. yeah so now de cool is uh kind of running through the city he a jumps lot of up and great pages with no dialogue yeah a lot of good panels him jumping up and grabbing a hold of like a what would you call that like a crane that goes through the city and kind of almost like a, it's like a zip line. Yeah, it's yeah. A, or a, like, like a from, skyway kind of thing. Like Columbia? Yeah. From uh Bioshock? Yes. Yes. Yeah. What are those called? The like uh They weren't called zip lines. Was it a skyline? Skyline? Yeah, there was it sounds right. Whatever Let's call they're it a skyline. Totally it's, very very similar similar that. Yes, it's unimportant because it we never see it again. Uh but he yes, releases we're definitely seeing those again. Oh, for sure. Later in yeah. in later uh issues maybe. Uh but he drops through this massive hole in the ground and and fucking you know, superhero lands. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the center Look of... Look at how awesome this guy looks. Yeah, so... It, He's it, scary. I would not this, want to fuck with him. There's whatever this, he is. This, uh, what appears to be a faceless man, like a crazy-looking faceless man in a throne, or on a throne. He's called Great Karag. Which... is frustrating. Yep. <laughs> because the, like, uh, Lord Halak's... The other faction, like the, the, the one that, um that Dekul beat up in the beginning of this issue. They're the Kurag, and this, which is K-U-R-A-A-G. This is K-U-R-A-G-G. That? You checked that? Yeah. And this, yeah. So this is Kurag? Kurag. Kurag? Kurag. Okay. Maybe Kurag. And the it's other so one's similar. Oh. Why make it so similar? It's, it's, it's already like, confusing I, I do enough. I like the reason why they sound so similar that Kirkman gives in the back in the letters column. Yeah. Yeah. He does. He does talk about that. And we'll get to that too. We'll talk about that. So but yeah, he looks summoned fucking by this awesome. Guy. He's like this. He's like a king on a throne. Dekul has been summoned. He appreciates his punctuality, and Dekul says that he lives to serve. Basically, um, he's the 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 Karag says that you know you've 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 salvaged victory from the from the disgraced Halak's failed mission. I like that he he calls them out for being uh, disgraced that they yep. failed in this issue started with them calling him out for failing. Yep. Um, well, the blame kind of got put on them. Yeah. Yeah. And so he, he, he clarifies that it, because of him bringing back those artifacts, 
um, they've they've been able to, uh, uh, you know, there's been years of study. It brought us to this great day in history. Uh, have we finally? And then we get a close up on this guy's head or lack thereof. Yes, we now have access to their world. Their world. So should, and we, then, should we bring it up now? Because of what Kirkman says in the back, because it is cool. Sure. In the letters column, he he talks about how the younger um, a faceless man is, um, the more like the smaller the more holes head. they have, and as they get older, the holes get wider and it starts to deform and and fall apart and like hmm. disintegrate. Basically, their heads disintegrate the older they get. Another thing that he says. Um, I'm just going to skip ahead to it, to the letters column and read this because this is really fucking cool. Um, uh, had this red, uh, Lorenzo had this rad idea that the Kuthal's heads basically rot as they age. Uh, that's why Nanul, who is young, I just has, to that page. has yeah. small holes in her head and Kurag pretty much has no head. And they speak, this is cool, they speak by blowing air through their holes, through those holes in their head. So their language sounds like wind. That's really cool. Yeah, I love that. Hmm. So Karag's uh, voice is probably super weird, he says. But you turn the page and he says, and I want you to lead your Gozon Legion to lead the invasion. And we get our first look at other go other Gozon. Yeah. Which is cool, which is just all of them. They look like, like... Um, it looks like something out of Star Wars. Just like, yeah. yeah, like a military. And and like if you go back and you look at um, uh, Dekul's outfit, it's very like casual compared to what he used to wear when he was an actual Gozon. Yeah, isn't it? Is that weird? Yeah, he's not like in his normal uniform. Yeah, you think that he would be. Mm. Well, maybe because he's a leader now or something. Maybe he wears something different. Yeah, possibly. Um, so now we go back to Nate. Yeah, we get Nathan, which I wasn't expecting in this issue. Yeah, which is what we were talking about in the beginning. So, um, Gakul, right? Gakal. Gakal. And this, uh, it takes off right where issue 25 left off with Nathan. So he says it could be days or hours. And Nate, um... Talking about, um, when they're going to actually activate the, um, the transportation device to get them to Earth. And, and this was a really cool twist. So, Nate, it is revealed that that sword that he made um, actually works. Like, the teleportation Teleportation? Part of it. Yeah, actually. He's like, I gotta go back. And he's like, how are you gonna go back? And he's like, basically reveals that he could have gone back at any time. Yeah. Which is amazing. Over the past uh, one year. Yeah. 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 So, so Gakal is like, this whole time, you could have went back to Earth and got us, like... Um, things that we needed and he's like anything anything that we needed um i could have gotten here that we we did get here it just took longer time but right um, and he i mean his point may i mean first of all he was committed to the cause like yeah. he wanted to he wanted to stay and try to figure it out peacefully so no invasion would happen and also he was afraid that if he went they'd be able to like piggyback off of it and like like you know tr- trace his energy source and stuff like that and be able to that's my favorite faster. part of this whole thing because he says there has to be a reason why no one has come for me. Maybe nobody's come for me because they're able to track us when we use it or maybe right. this or maybe that. So I didn't want to risk it um, if I didn't absolutely have to. And now I absolutely have to. I have no choice. I have to go back. I have to warn them that um, an invasion is coming. 
So, uh, he says goodbye to him. Yeah, he says goodbye, and then Nanul comes in, uh, and they say goodbye too, which is is. It's it's pretty heartfelt, which is weird because you don't see the faceless men acting so human. You know yeah. what I mean? With like, and they are very human. Stuff. Yeah. So then Nate rides his trusty steed lightning out um, and far away and raises his sword up into my least favorite panel of, I don't know why. It just seems very out of place. Like, why would his mouth be open and why would he be like, huzzah, <laughs> there's with something, his sword up in the air? Like, There's something in the letters column about that, too. Not about this particular panel, but the first time that we saw him with his sword, like uh, in 25, he does the same thing where he like holds it up like yeah. that. And... Um, Kirkman, he's like, I, I do it. I, I admit that uh, I sent Lorenzo a reference of He-Man riding the, uh, whatever the Bobcat, mm-hmm. uh, with the sword like up in the air, like kind of like corny. Well, this is that, very corny. So, uh, so he goes back to the Ground Zero, um, and he's back on Earth three years later, and he says, "Whoa!" And there is a huge. So this BD, was the foundation. BDFF, yeah, but it's. Do you like remember a huge... what? Yeah, do you remember what that was? Was it was called? I don't ever was remember a BOFF or BDFF. Um, was it called that? Let me look back. I could I could have sworn there was an acronym. What it would have been thirteen. You're right. Been thirteen. Go back. Um. To oblivion. But yeah, we're assuming that that is. Um. No. It has to be. That it was um, years later. Rachel. It is called the oh, uh, Bridget and Duncan Freeman Foundation. Oh, so it is them. Bridget and Duncan Freeman Foundation. So yeah, so it's their uh, whether or not they're still around, but yeah. So the foundation is obviously we talked about this. I consider that maybe the their no because you guys countered. I said that maybe their progress would be slowed by not being able to go back in, and you guys mentioned how they might be able to repropagate samples or you know regrow them in their own labs and stuff like that Mm -hmm. um and obviously they're doing well yeah that's pretty cool you think that just where he is is just like in the middle of the desert or do you think there's something to that no he's at ground zero yeah Yeah. he rode back to where the lab was because there's nothing there and he's just looking out to the city and the city's like that close yeah he's on the outskirts the wall is always there you've always been able to see um because the plan is to ride out to where the city would be and appear within it. You know what I mean? And that's how the issue ends. This is exciting to me. I want, and I, I want to see it really bad, but at the same time, I kind of hope I don't see it in the next issue, even though I really want to see it. Like, I like the anticipation of it. You know what I mean? I want to see, like, What's going to be the reaction when fucking Nathan just walks in the door somewhere? No, I know, I know. Or so like I when he like I saves the day out of nowhere or something. I didn't read the next you know? time on. I'm going to read it right now. You didn't read it? No, I like reading it live. Okay. Safe, we're all safe. We're back on Earth. Oh, this is when it initially happens. Yeah, this mm-hmm. is... Okay, so this is before the three years later. Yes. Where's just Nathan? As... Was he with you? What happened to him? Nathan went over. What are you talking about? So they're they're back on Earth. It's right when Ed gets back with all the other people, and they're basically like hugging each other, saying, "We're so glad you're safe. We're so glad you're safe." Oh yeah, it's Heather begging them to send someone back. Which and Heather's like, "I like this though because Heather's like, where's Nathan?" And Ed is like, "What are you talking about? He didn't even know that yeah. Nathan went he in. Went None of them saw him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, None of them saw him. And he was like, he, she's like, he went in to save you. Yeah. So hey, Bill, do you see?" The cover to issue 27. 
Look at that. It doesn't look like Lorenzo De Felici. That looks incredible. It looks... Tell me I'm wrong. It looks CG. It looks like Oblivion it, it, Song animated series. It, yeah, it does. It, does. it really does. Like, the the faceless man on the ground like that uh-huh. looks... Very, like, I don't want to say crisper saying that Lorenzo's art normally isn't that I think it's crisp, the color. but it just, yeah, it's it looks very... But his face, too. Like, it looks very clean. The, the shading so looks... So clean. Yeah. Another, like, fuck, man. I have never seen any series that has been so consistently good with covers. And that, oh, by the way, just for the record, that's not Annalisa Leone's colors. No, I know. Yeah, yeah Lorenzo does the colors on the covers. Yep. So, yeah, that's exciting. Mm-hmm. I love that issue. I thought it was great. It was a really, really good issue. So, yeah. Predictions? Um, it's going to start off pre-three-year gap. Yeah, we know that. They're going to refuse to go back in there. Heather's going to be upset. It's going to say three years later. It's going to Invasion. start with... Uh, it's going to say three years later on the, the humans that were left behind, or you know, and then Nathan's going to show up. And it's going to be the shock. Where have you been? Nathan's going to say they're coming. Mm-hmm. And... It's going to end with Zap and... They're going to start popping in. Yeah. 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 It'll end with the invasion beginning. You think you think the next issue is going to end with that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Next issue is going to be Nathan explaining everything and then yeah. they're going to show up. Well... Like the I, very last page, TJ. There's not going to be any kind of like... But then again, look at the cover. Apparently, Heather is going to come face to face with yeah. one. So, I, face to no face with one. Oh, you're full of it, My prediction is there's not going to be Nathan, and I hope there's not going to be Nathan in the next one until, like, the last page. And if there... When Nathan does come back... I'm trying to think of how this could play out. I feel like Nathan can't just, like, walk into a room. He's got to, like, save them from a faceless man. But in order for them to save them... Him to save them from a faceless man or him to, like... I think that'd be too much of a coincidence. I don't know. You think he's just going to, like, walk in? Yeah, it's got to be, know, like, a badass yeah, moment. Yeah, I no, I can see him just walking in. I don't know. Well, maybe. I feel like he's going to, like, fucking kick the door down at, like, a crucial maybe. moment and, like, save somebody with his fucking know. sword and... Um, <laughs> lightning with sword. lightning. Lightning busts in there. Starts fucking eating people. And he's hollering with the sword up in his in the air. Mm-hmm. Again. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um... But yeah, we'll see. I think that's going to be cool. I can't... I. It's been very good lately. Very, very good. Oh yeah, it's definitely getting somewhere. Like, go... It's... It's it's. It's been progressing ever yeah. since, like... Ever since, like, issue 19, it's just been going and going and going nonstop. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, Bill, do you have your phone on you? I do. Then you should have an email from our good friend, Jordan Gilbert. Let's see. I do. Uh... Hey, all. Just want to know, was I the only one confused between the different faceless men? I think it's because seven to eight months ago, we were so used to seeing them on a monthly basis that this break we had kind of made me forget the distinctive features all the main ones had. Mind blown. It was cool to finally see their quote-unquote hive mind or ringleader, um, the great Karag. I wonder if that stuff coming out of him is his life essence or does it feed info to their species or is their life essence for all faceless men kind of like the queen of the locust in Gears of War or the marker 
to the Necromorphs in Dead Space. Yes, wow, Dead Space. really great yeah, connections great there. Great pulls. Uh, love that double page splash of the Gozon Legion. Uh, the colors just bleed through. Another reason why Kirkman is the best at what he does is the fact uh, he wrote Nate the way he did. He had the opportunity to go back all this time, but didn't due to inherent risks that could follow. Uh, I'm mostly excited for next issue. I need to see Earth. I wonder if it's futuristically evolved in those three years. Oh, that's mm. a, I never really thought about that. I mm. mean, I wouldn't think that it would advance that quickly. Um, and how everyone in his life is doing, it's essentially a race against time. Love always, Jordan. Yeah, what are, like... He, he's, like, the, the, the lead Karag, right? His name is Karag. The actual yeah, Karag, face, the headless Karag. man. Yeah. He's sitting in this throne that goes up to the fucking sky. It's got things that are in his body, but then it's also shooting light out of him. Like You're right. He did have all these two lights. things put into him. Yeah, like, I mean, is, are, is that, Maybe like, some sort of Maybe instead of just by touch, he needs it pumped directly into his like veins. Like, it could be, know? like, a life support system oh. or something like that. Super interesting. That's why I like this, that, yes, there's a big war coming, and it's going to be all action-y and stuff like that, but there's also stuff that's completely alien to us that I'm interested in. Like, what is the, what what are they doing when they're huddling? Like, mm-hmm. to your point, are they transferring energy? Like, what's yeah. this stuff about him? So, good points. Yep. Yep. Um, Wyatt Lane, uh, who does the intro music for this podcast, uh, reached out to us on Twitter, and he said, loved the issue Whenever we get more time with the perspective, time with or perspective on the faceless men, it's a win for me. I feel like Lorenzo De Felici is consistently one-upping himself with all the crazy, weird, cool designs in each issue. Also really enjoyed the letters column. And I agreed with that. Hmm. A lot of info in the letters column. Yeah. That's like actual story. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that could be... And I love how... You think that, you say that, and then Kirkman goes ahead and spets and clarifies, yeah. none of this is canon. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so another, another person reached out to us. He reached out to us before this issue, and he, didn't, he, didn't, he reached out to us, he listens to the podcast, but it wasn't Oblivion Song related. So apparently on the last uh, episode, we were talking about The Walking Dead, and I think we made a comment very oh, no. randomly without going into it about how like, Oh yeah. Like the governor is, is, is the best villain. And then we didn't really like talk about it. Cause the three of us just agree on that, but he wrote we, us, we, we are, we are definitely the minority before you go into this email. <laughs> we are definitely the minority. Before you go into this email, who's it from? What's his uh, name? This guy's name is Michael Basinger, Michael Basinger. Who's the second cousin to Kim Basinger. Um, you're wrong with whatever you're about to say. Unless no, you agree. Negan, uh, he, Negan is awesome. He, he, is. He, awesome, he brings but... up some good points. Okay. Let's talk All about right. it after I, right. after I right. read it. He says, hey, long-time listener, first-time writer. Uh, love the podcast. Can confirm Fleabag is great. Oh, my God. I forgot how good that was. Remember Fleabag? <laughs> oh, that was so good. Did you finish oh, yeah. Fleabag? I didn't watch the second season. Oh the my second God. season is... The first season is so bad, but the second season no, is so good. The first season is great. Oh, Move on. Second season is so good. Uh, he says, but... <laughs> i have some beef with a hot take uh i'm on my third reread of the walking dead comics i can categorically say that negan is the best villain in the walking dead he has the all he has all the greatest hits 
See what I did there? The bat, yeah, Lucille. Good one. Uh, and <laughs> that, and that Rick let him survive is just a beautiful thing. Negan gets some redemption in the end and rides off in the sunset, uh, into the sunset. What other villain gets that? And he also outlasts the main protagonist. I got a little overzealous about that. Ha ha, sorry. Keep up the good work. Any chance of a firepower podcast? So, addressing the firepower podcast. <laughs> Which we get a lot of requests. We do. We get a lot of requests. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not going to go on the record, but I'm going to say, even though I am on the record, maybe if Oblivion Song ends, maybe maybe we'll I transition. Then, I think Fitfire probably too long. I would like to say, and we're, neither of you should answer me right now. We'll talk off air. If anything, maybe we do like a firepower special and put it out on both podcasts and do like. Oh, that would be. Well, no, we just said it. People are gonna want it. And well, I'm just saying, people already <laughs> want it anyway. Maybe uh, just do I, like a special. That would be, honestly like. That would be the final kick in the ass. I would need to actually read it for you to actually yeah. read it. And I probably um, still wouldn't. I'd be like, oh yeah, that yeah, part. Yeah, you're just following on. <laughs> so in regards to the Negan thing, I, I, the only example. I mean, there is definitely a better example out there, like. Negan is sure, like, the Darth Ma- Darth Vader, and the governor's like the Darth Maul. Like, he's cool. Like, the, the governor was so cool. Like, so this and is, that's not me saying that Darth Maul is wrong about this. No, I'm trying to think of a better example. But, so, like, like, you're right about the analogy, a, but it's the fucking governor is Darth Vader, and Negan is no, Darth Maul. So here, no, 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 here's, I'm saying because it's so short, and it's it's quicker, and it's more... T- I don't know. Here's he what should, I said in my response to him, and I... I I think that this is where it stems from. I told him that I think the reason why the three of us always go our our go-to is the governor is because the governor was like the big thing when we started reading yeah. the, the walking dead and it was like our first thing and then like two years later actually probably longer than that it was that, more than that it was more than that it was a couple of years later after we had more already completely <laughs> fallen fallen in love after we had completely fallen in love with the series mm-hmm. then negan came along so i feel like that's why we we all were always toward the governor but he's we're right talking, we're negan, talking Negan is in it way more than the governor. We're talking is. more than fifty issues. Think yeah. of that in years. I mean, right? It was a long time Here, where the governor was our big bad, where that was the highest point, and still is one of the high points, like story-wise, content-wise, like character, everything, like the threat, the, the everything about that arc. Not just the governor himself was it was firing on all cylinders for us. And again, like we said, that's when we were introduced to Walking Dead, so right. it holds a special place in our hearts. There. The, the governor was the first introduction to bad people, like, to the zombies not being the biggest threat. Like, there being legitimately bad people out there that are just fucking crazy. Here's the thing. Negan is no longer a villain. Is that, is that, would you agree? Like, he wasn't even really the villain. In, uh, he was a villain for a while. Once he was, once he was imprisoned, he yeah. wasn't a villain anymore. Yeah. He is a great character, and he has a excellent character arc, story arc, but... The governor, in terms of who is the better villain, is hate. There's no redeeming qualities with him. He is a fucking asshole. Yeah. He is a coward. Yeah. He he's not even very good at what he does, and he's just so bad. Like everything about him is bad. Like if Negan were to go up against the governor, who would win? Negan, Negan 
right? Again. That's that like obviously, and that's yes. what like the governor is just he he's so hated. Like yeah, he's so hated. Yeah. He's just so. It's fucking... almost that he has no nothing redeemable about him. Like Thanks. like I mean, he couldn't even swipe a sword to chop a guy's head off in one fell swoop. Like he oh, remember when God, he went to go I chop up? about that. Like he, like he's such a like he's so stupid and the, bad the, and the, like the Michonne scene. I mean, yeah, that alone. That's the thing. Like the fact that However, someone like that. Negan killed Glenn, which was huge. so. That's the thing. Issue 100 of The Walking Dead. I don't even know if I've read a second time. I can't. I don't know if I can read it a second time. Mm-hmm. It's so I disturbing. Have. I've seen it. I've it's, read it a couple it's times. It's very disturbing, and it's yeah. and, and it's meant to. Like again, yeah. I mean, shock value. Bill, you talk about when you know when the governor cuts off Rick's hand, and that that shock moment of you having to put the book down because you had never experienced a moment in a book that mm-hmm. that like broke the rules. Issue 100 for me was like, I. I, I, I'm so disturbed by this. That was one of the first times I was like, just just broken by something that happened in an issue. Yeah. So I mean, they definitely both have their their moments. To me, like when Negan was first introduced, he seemed like I have to one up the governor, so I have to really make him worse than the governor. Yeah, you but know then what I mean? he became his own, and he, he became, became his own. a main character. So, he, so in in the follow up to that, he is a a, a better character. But I don't think that he is a better villain. We'll okay. say that. Mm-hmm. To our opinion. Yeah, but of course. I, I, oh, I, absolutely. Yeah. I think he brings up a really good point. Yeah. Like for pe- again, people that came into Walking Dead a little later and then read it, I, I, I totally agree with that. Yeah. Like I can understand. I like that. that. I like saying that Negan is a better character and the villain, and uh, Governor is a better villain. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that. So yeah, thanks, Michael uh, Basinger, for writing into us. As you can, uh, you can write into. The Oblivion Song Podcast at gmail.com. We want to hear from you, your predictions and things like that. Uh, Michael Basinger, though, he has, I was talking to him a little bit back and forth, and he has his own podcast that you can check out, which I listened to a couple episodes. It's, it's pretty good. It's uh, it's called Inglorious Pastors. There are three ex-pastors that gather around. They drink a different whiskey every time That's that they record. Cool. They do a weekly pod, pod, podcast, which God bless them, because... God, I mean, we, we tried, can't even do. We, we can tried, barely do two. Tried, <laughs> did you say God bless for like? like I I didn't. But <laughs> after I said it, I realized <laughs> what I had done. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but they talk about like spirituality and like things like that, and they're very like. I mean, they're, they're not like. It, it's not. It's for everybody. It's a yeah. podcast for everybody that everybody can kind of get into. He reads The Walking Dead, so yeah, exactly. Right. So, uh, it's really cool. So check them out too. Um. And yeah. it's a pun on Inglorious Bastards, yeah. so, like, that's not just is something... It's already a win. Is every episode, yeah. uh, like, a different topic? Like, they bring, like, this episode, we're talking about Walking Dead, or is it just, like, a free-for-all conversation? They talk about... So, the, I, I listened to a couple, and they talk about just, like, random stuff a lot. Just, like, anything that, that they just... Yeah. That, that they've been up to and they've been doing. But then they'll have, like, topics that I mean, they'll talk topic. about, cool. too. So. That's awesome. Yeah. Indeed. Very cool. Is so, that it for emails and tweets that you want That to is do? it for emails. So, okay. uh, now we can get into our pop culture news. The Human Torch was denied a bank loan. I've got lots to talk about. Do you? Mm-hmm. I do. Okay. Well, pop culture news is not... There are two different segments. We have pop culture news and we have what have you been doing lately? Okay. So pop culture news. I don't news. have as much to talk about. <laughs> okay. 
I always get those two mixed up. So pop culture news. Uh, I have a couple things. Um, Avatar, Last Airbender, the Netflix series. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. What Netflix series? There's Boom. a Netflix series of Boom. Avatar, Boom. the Boom. last... What? what are you talking about? He's saying that there is no show anymore, <laughs> oh, regardless no show. of if it comes out or not. Bas- basically, what Ryan is alluding to is that it's dead to him because of the fact that um, the creators of the original series were a part of the Netflix series. They were showrunners. Yes, and they backed out um, of the Netflix so- show with a statement basically saying that the Netflix said that they were going to um, keep with our vision, and there was no backing to that. Right. At all, basically saying that they weren't letting us do what we wanted to do. How awesome. And this is why, because when we first read about this, I, I said, how cool would it be if Netflix retracted, like, whatever they did and begged them to come back. And then they released another statement saying Netflix, you know. Came, I don't came think back. they're going to do that, though, here's, because here's, I think Netflix is going to be like, well, we'll show them. Like, people are pissed off now, but wait until they see. Here's why I think that they would. How often do people that leave a show so blatantly tell them tell the reason why in the original fucking comment the the avatar fan base is very vocal it's always like oh we created created differences good luck to that team and blah 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 blah. which he said like he said there were there are people still attached to the project that he hopes do well because they hired them like they were the people who hired them but but they literally said fuck you netflix like you said one thing and did another what's funny is that when I text, I texted you guys the article one hour after it had been released. Mm-hmm. Then a- after I texted you guys, I went on Facebook and one of the first things I saw was a petition to get them back on the show. Yeah. That's how quick it was. Yeah. So I, I don't think it'll happen. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. I, I do. I, I, think I hope you're right. Ne- I mean, Avatar on Netflix right now is like, it, it was number one in yeah, their top up. 10, it which is up. stupid because the show is so old. Yeah. Um, and that just goes to show how loyal the fan base is and like the new fan base. So this was such a, like, they, they literally are playing chicken with Netflix. It's that like, they're, it's so publicly known that Netflix fucked up and lost. It's the greatest thing. What happened to the movie, the M. Night Shyamalan movie, the same exact thing thing. happened. They were literally attached to it. And then they backed down. They're like, Whoa, we're not attached to this finished project anymore. Don't want anything to do with it. So it looks like it's going down the same road. Yeah. It's disappointing. Um, I don't know if you guys saw a trailer came out actually today, uh, for a new Netflix movie called, uh, the devil all the time starring Tom Holland. Uh, it's got a bunch of people in this no, movie. I watched the trailer for away. The it Hillary looks, show. It, it looks awesome though. This movie looks really good and it looks kind of, kind of looks like Tom Holland might be going for an Oscar, which I don't think he'll get nothing against him. I really, I really it's like a Tom Netflix Holland, movie? but it's a Netflix movie. Yeah. Oh, movie. So, but it looks it looks really good. It's based there on a book. There is too much coming out in September. Like, there is a lot. There is too much. Um, there's a show coming out HBO Max, uh, Raised by Wolves, which is Ridley Scott's new show. Yeah, and, that looks nuts. Um, the guy who came up with the idea is someone who we like, but I forget what else he had done. He did one other cool thing. Hmm. Um, but the show looks fucking awesome. It does look cool. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Tom Holland, the Uncharted movies it just started filming couple weeks ago and that looks really cool with mm-hmm. tom holland and mark Wahlberg. so that's gonna be really i mean i've, I've we'll always see. loved i i don't know tom holland and mark Wahlberg. i just feel like it's gonna Video be good movies i feel like they they was also in max Payne and transformers and that, was, and that, that was, was really bad but all of those came out at like a bad time i agree it was not a good time for movies we got for like video Dare, game we movies. got like daredevil around the same time like it's yeah. that generation of we'll movies see. But 
Yeah. yeah. We'll see. But, the Witcher uh, 2 started filming again. That's exciting. Yep. That got released today. Hmm. Go ahead, TJ. Okay. Throwing in some more news for you. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, yeah. this is op- open forum, Bill. Anything you got to say? Go on. Uh, next thing that I had was uh, DC's Fandome is coming up. Uh, Fandome. It's their basic. It's basically DC's San Diego Comic Con. Which They're is going to be better than anything that we've seen thus far. Yeah. They're um, hyping this thing up to be huge. It yeah. looks fucking awesome. Yeah. I'm excited for it. The things of note, the two that that stood out to me was uh, uh, black. The Black Adam movie. Uh, the Rock posted. Yeah. Um, like a, a kind of a teaser. It didn't really show. It didn't show anything though. But it's alluding to. Yeah. Uh, the Black Adam movie. The Man in Black. They wanted a hero, but they got me instead. Yep. Yep. So Pretty that's cool. gonna be cool. So and they, and then it said at DC's Fandome. Yeah. Uh, and then Suicide the other one. Game is the Suicide Squad game by Rocksteady, yeah. which uh, is cool. What they are your could thoughts? Also, they could also announce the Court of Owls game. That I think they're going, they're to. going to. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That's uh, the, it, I which, am, by the Canadian company. I love Rocksteady. I am more excited for the WB Montreal's Batman game. I yes. am too, because I hate Team Up. I, I'm like, not crazy. I mean, I like Team Up. I like online. I like, you know, live action games, all that kind of stuff. I just I'm not crazy about Suicide Squad, so Suicide Squad or mm-hmm. the characters or, but I mean I have faith in Rocksteady. I'm really excited to see what they show me. I hope they prove me wrong, but I don't know. We'll see. It's, it's, it's funny because like the there was a Suicide Squad game by another company and it failed, and then when Rocksteady took it over, apparently it was like right before the Suicide Squad movie came out yeah. and it was like huge and everybody loved it and everything. So they took on that project, and now it's like people. But now there's gonna be another movie that would that you know that might make it you know yeah it might skyrocket yeah again yeah uh, especially with james gone attached to it and everything so. yeah so yeah um, uh dc news uh massive layoffs yeah in dc yeah yeah which is they're crazy. hiring a lot of people back though in november well it, it seems like the, the a lot people of it was through dc universe right yeah the people that were um being fired were people yeah. that were like the multimedia people yeah like the but then because also, but then also some the of the CFO comic like editors and everything like that too i saw a lot I, of editor changes it's yeah. because dc universe is going to get absorbed into hbo max yeah, yeah. oh a thousand percent yeah, yeah and they don't need one thousand percent it's already started and it should be yeah and, and it should be i i'm for one i've watched two dc shows already and i i never had a subscription to that fucking dc universe you know streaming yeah. service it's just a waste of money yeah you know sorry to say but there's just not enough content i don't think yeah yeah any other uh, trailers that you guys have seen? Things coming out that you're looking forward to? Uh, the Avengers wish, game coming out. I wish out, all this there's... stuff wasn't going on because I really want to see Tenet. But I just, I, yeah. I, I don't think I'm going to go to a theater to see it. Yeah, me neither. Tenet's coming out. Avengers game is coming out. You know what's weird? So that was in the, uh, in the figure to be in the what we up to and stuff like that. So this weekend, I'm excited to try out the um, Marvel's Avengers beta. Because mm-hmm. again, like I talked about, I do like those kind of live service games. Um, the, the little bit that I've seen looks fun, um, especially if I get, you know, other friends to play along and, um, I might be into that. So I'm excited to play that. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately it comes out the same exact day as Tony Hawk's pro skater one and two. Dude, I'm getting the shit oh out of you. Have you watched, guys. have you watched anything I, about I, it? I saw Tim Gettys was oh playing it, but God. I didn't, I didn't play it. I didn't, I didn't watch it. it. Oh yeah. Dude, it, they're saying it's perfect. It yeah. plays and feels just like it. I feel like I'm going to pick up a controller and, and just it, automatically... Yes, you you will. But at the same because time... It's like riding a bike. But at the same time, I know that I'm going to naturally go to the D-pad. 
That's oh. gonna be weird. I hope that the sound effects are exactly the same, like kickflip, yeah. like Ollie, yeah. like yeah, like it, like yeah. I can hear them all in my head, like as you're saying Dude, it. I watched some of it, and it's, it's wouldn't perfect, it be cool man. if they do like if they have updated sounds, but then they have like a retro, a retro soundtrack, yeah, like yeah. a retro sound. I am so excited for that game. I am yeah, so excited sick. for that game. What's weird is, did you know that over eight years ago, Cyberpunk was announced? Was that the trailer of the bullet hitting hitting the girl? Yeah, and shattering. Yes. Yeah. Eight over eight years ago, this shit still ain't out. I think. I think <laughs> November. As time November. has gone on, I've been November. less excited. <laughs> I am, I, guys. Today, I'm actually still really excited for it, but I'm. I just, today uh, I watched crazy. something that I got so fucking excited for this game again. So you know Keanu Reeves is in it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he's playing. From what I understand, he's a dead person who is now a digital like ghost inside of who you are so he's like he talks to you yeah but he was a, a real person he was in a band called samurai and yeah. it showed footage of him on, on a stage screaming and stuff like that and and the the thing that i watched online was a making of that band yeah and it's the and it's the refused or it's refused the band hmm. have you ever heard that song new noise yeah no, i don't think so you you know yeah. the, can i scream it's them so he the singer of Refused is playing the singing voice of Keanu Reeves in this game. Like, I, I'm so fucking stoked. Like, what the fuck is this game about that Keanu Reeves is yeah. is the lead man of a band? Yeah. And you don't even play as his character. I can't That's wait. That's going to be cool. I can't wait. Um, Yeah. So, well, do you guys have anything else you want to bring up? Are we in pop pop culture or what are we We're doing? We're in pop culture. Okay, we all, right. Gone. all right. We will segue to the next segment, but... Yeah, we're try- just so you know, if you haven't noticed, we're trying something a little, a little new this this episode. We're doing some uh, some background music and some segue music and yeah, yeah. So so here's something new. Here's something new right now. We'll we'll head into uh, oh come on. We'll we'll head into what have you been doing lately? <laughs> what have you been doing lately? Galactus is improving greatly. Just wanted to know what's going on. But everything that goes is going wrong. I watched the first free episode of Star Trek Lower Decks. And it was okay. And it was very good. You didn't I like thought it, it was just okay. I thought it was a lot of fun. It, I, I'm not it gonna looks get, funny. I'm not going to get CBS All Access. There was one part where there he was, was, a couple parts where he was being sucked on by the yes. spider. And he was like, oh, my bones! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought it was funny. I, I don't know. I got to um, kick out it, of it. It, was being it, made a- me, it made me miss Final Space. Yes. Because it has a similar art style and dealing with space and like that kind of humor. But it's from the co-creators of Rick and Morty, so it's... Oh, it, I could see that too. Yeah. Yep. Um, and at the end, it was just pandering. They were like, oh, did you hear about like, like, can't, uh, um, Counselor Troy and how she went from oh, a leotard yes. to a uniform yeah. and like she just like went off all these things. I thought it was okay. Have you, have you ever heard of... Yes, I've heard of... of, of uh, Worf. Of Worf. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That was funny. Yeah. Um, I already talked about board game or video games. Um, I finished Last of Us 2, um, not playing anything until probably try out Avengers and Tony Hawk. We talked about Last of Us 2 a little bit on the Invincible podcast, but just to wrap it up, we, we all, all loved liked it. it. We all loved it. Yeah. I mean, it was a great game. Um, what else? Comic book wise, I picked up, um, other than all the stuff we've been talking about, Firepower has been incredible. The second issue was so good. It's so but good. We don't have to get into too much detail. It's so good. I don't want to say why. Because Bill hasn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bill says, has, still yeah, hasn't read it, but it. it's oh my gosh, it's so good. Uh, Which go, go ahead. ahead. No, no, no. You finish up. Finish it's not, up it's not Firepower. 
Go, go. Oh, uh, as you say, Hedra was awesome. It was a one-shot comic that was really, really good, really creative. The art's amazing and really cool, like, silent storytelling in it. Um, and then I just picked up today um, Big Girls from Jason Howard. It's uh, completely, he does the story, all the art. You I was know, thinking about picking every, that up, too. Everything except the lettering is done by Jason Howard. That's cool. So, I, I mean, first issue, I definitely want to support him and, and check it out. For so sure. I'm excited to read Jason that. Howard did uh, The Astounding Wolfman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's you? Bill? That's How mad part. are you, Ryan, that I read an entire trade of something and it wasn't Firepower? It a trade, on what the trade is. like volume, like trade paperback? Yeah. Depends on what the trade is. Redneck. Oh, I mean, that's something else that we've been wanting mm-hmm. you to read, but, you know. Did you read it? No. Oh. But I, I plan I, on reading it. I'm completely caught up. Uh, I read I read all. There's 27, 27 it, or 28 issues so out now. I thought you were about to say there's like 27 so there's, trades. There's, no, no, there's no, three no. trades, and then it's it's issue, I think, 20-something, isn't it? Uh, I want to say there's four 40, trades. 40-something? I only saw three trades. Yeah, no, there's four. There's so four trades. So I loved then... it. I thought that it was uh, the first trade was was very good. It, it Bill, was... I thought you were gonna say that it was just okay, to no. which I was gonna say, you have no idea. So if you love the first trade, I am so excited I... to talk to you about it. I want to talk to you. Like we have one friend, uh, friend of the podcast, Mike, who I talked to about it. But like, it's one of those comics that like it's Donny Cates. It's so good. There are so many amazing moments. But sorry, person? Bill. Uh, what else uh, does the person do? Donny Cates did, um, Ryan, you know Donny Cates more than me, but he did that amazing Thanos run. Okay. Um, he did, what else? Uh, he did God God Country? God Country, dude, yeah. Um, oh, man, what else is he done? currently on Thor, he, I think. He's done a ton of stuff. He's done so much good stuff. So, um, I, I read the first one. I bought the second one at about 1 a.m. Because I was like, I'm wide awake. I might as well just start the second one. And here's why I fucking hate Comixology. I started it, and it was a French version. <laughs> I bought. I, I search redneck and I click on volume two. Oh like the yeah, train, I've, and I've it's seen fucking that. Fucking French. That's but hilarious. dude, I start reading it and it's like ombre Texas, and I'm like, the fuck is this shit? Oh, and it was it was real. It was really redneck. Yeah. Oh, I thought you like because there's another thing on Comicsology called redneck that's not. No, no, no. I knew. Uh, I saw it. Oh, that's funny. I haven't seen. A, wow. I haven't seen a French version. Wow. Yeah fucking french version that's funny look at this should... look at redneck volume two right yeah scenario donny yeah. case and it's like super french it's super french <laughs> yep, super french it was only ten dollars which is weird because I, of... still, I mean i would still hit him up i'm gonna know? i'm gonna buy it yeah. i'm gonna buy it anyways i told liz i'm like liz i made a mistake i'm so sorry <laughs> um so i read that um i watched i finished you should have been like so i'm learning french <laughs> yeah so i finished, saved ten dollars liz said i had to she she said i made an investment Bill, can you please, please just catch up 27 issues yeah, before I'm, next August? Oh, I want to talk to you about it so I read bad. all of it in literally like an hour and a half. Yeah, you'll blow through Like it. as soon as I texted you that I bought it, I was done. Yeah, you should. You should. Um, I finished all of Harley Quinn season one. I watched the first yes. two episodes of season two. Oh my God. Uh, season two is so good. I already died laughing. Um, I can't believe that something, that someone died in the first episode. Yeah. Mm. Um, I won't ruin it for spoilers. Yeah. And then I started playing a video game. And I had to do my controller with my finger because I broke my thumb mm-hmm. a week and a half ago, almost two weeks ago. So I literally, I can't fucking play video games. And I was like, I can't, I can no longer look at this you on my home screen. You should be able to play Beat Saber. Uh, yeah, I could probably play Beat Saber, yeah. yeah. Um, but Which I, I got and started playing it. It's fun. Yeah. Uh, but I was tired of looking at it and I started playing uh, Ghost um, of Tsushima. I knew you would play it eventually. And it is 
I, I'm struggling with the controls because yeah, I'm playing with my, with my index. No, no, with my index finger on oh, okay. the joystick. Um, I didn't hear about the controls. I heard just like the fight gameplay is just okay. Um, I like it. Really? Like, or the I, com- I, combat gameplay. I like it. Like, there's many different, like, things that you can do. Like, and everything. Like, you can do a standoff, which is cool. Um, it's not... Yeah, I mean, I literally, I'm, like, maybe an hour and a half into it, so I haven't really unlocked literally anything. I saw that you can unlock things. Um, but it's beautiful. It's fucking gorgeous. Yeah. It's, it's unbelievably gorgeous. I'll, I'll play it eventually. Yeah. Feels weird for a Sucker Punch game, though. Yeah. Sucker Punch being Sly Cooper and Infamous. Mm-hmm. So, very mobile, platforming. I don't how good Infamous 2 was. And this, oh, dude. Infamous 2. Not Infamous Second Son. Which was okay, but Infamous, Infamous 2. Infamous 2. Fuck. Go on, TJ. How about you? Uh, yeah, we talked about Redneck, which is incredible. Um, Batman has been, the comic has been amazing lately. Um, uh, James Tinian is is the current writer and he's great who also does uh something is killing the children which i need to catch up on but that's another incredible book um let's see bill and his wife liz who you know from uh the new readers which we don't talk about ever uh from the invincible podcast because everybody likes them better for some reason yeah um but for my birthday they got me batman beyond the completed series blu-ray yeah, so I, I watched all that, and every time I watch it, it's just... I think this was like the third or fourth time that I've watched the whole series all the way through. It's always so much better than what I originally thought. Yeah. Do you get always. mad at how good it is? It's You're like, so oh, fucking good. It's so good. And I always forget about like how good the third season is. We, it's oh my so God, dude. good. We talked about... I remember the first time that we like watched the show, we talked about how... The Batman animated series is very, like... It's not slow, but it, it, the story is good. Like, it's it's that, right? And then the Superman animated series, the action in it is fucking awesome. Batman Beyond is like it all a together. culmination of both of those things. Yeah. And it so perfectly sums up what that show is. If you have never watched Batman Beyond, then fuck. Yeah. Get it. Uh, a new show that I watched, and I binged all of it. It's uh, six seasons long. 20-minute episodes, so super quick. And it was fucking awesome. It's a show called Shit's Creek. My mom just Katie watched and Matt it. watched that show. Do you? Do you and they love it. Oh, they it's so it, awesome! Though. Yeah, I haven't it's watched so any of it. it's so funny, and, and like it starts out like it's really funny, but it's one of those shows, like one of those special shows that starts to get super emotional yeah. mm-hmm. as it goes, and like the story like continues episode to episode. It's really really good, and I, it, the way it summed it everything heard, up in the finale that's what I was, was awesome. Say, I heard I heard very, in very rare fashion that the season or that the series finale yeah is like phenomenal. Yeah. It's literally like the last five episodes are basically like one big finale. Wow, that's crazy. And it was it was, and it was great. It was oh, great. It's, it's so I'll watch good. It. It's on our list. I watch it's yeah. on our list. Yeah. It's actually, and I didn't know this until after the show ended. But it's got Eugene Levy in it, which I, I obviously knew. And the mom from Beetlejuice. The mom from Beetle, Beetlejuice, oh, yeah. yeah um, are the parents. And then they have two kids that are, like, grown, though. They're, like, in their 20s, you know. And they're they're super rich. They lose all their money um, because someone basically, like, their broker or whatever, like, did some, like, illegal shit. They lose all their money and they have to move to, like, to this, this shit town, which literally is called Shit's Creek. Um and it's about like them, you know, but their kids, the actor that plays the son is Eugene Levy's actual son. And he is what? the, yeah. And he's actually the creator of the entire show. Huh? Yeah. And he's the best part of the show. He's hilarious. David, right? David. Yeah. David. He's so funny. 
But, oh shit, he's his actual son. Yeah, I didn't know that until. Wow, no kidding. I didn't want to like look up any interviews or anything like yeah. that until after I finished the entire show. But then I started looking up interviews, and it, he was the actual creator and stuff. Like hmm. it was really cool. Um, was that then, like a TBS show or something like that? Um, it was on no, a network. It was, that it was on a no. It it was on a sh- network that I had never even heard of before the show. I can't remember Spark or something like that. It's called something weird. Yeah, uh, and then finally, um, Final Space seasons one and two are now out on Blu-ray, uh, completely sold out everywhere. Did it really? Everywhere. Good I, for him. I, I pre-ordered it off Amazon in June, and they contacted me and said that it's going to be a lot longer because it's like they oversold on Amazon. That plus COVID and manufacturing, yeah, sure it doesn't help. everything's well, all Pete, fucked And up. I've been following the Twitter and everything, and he said that he's like contacting people and that, the, and that Amazon oversold and that they're trying mm-hmm. to get more and things like that, which, um, I mean, yeah, we talked about Final Space before if you haven't watched it. It's another one of those shows, again, where it starts out super goofy, like almost too goofy. Yeah. But then it gets really emotional, and it's, with, it's fucking amazing. Within, within uh, and this is completely... It takes, it does it, take time, though. It's it com- does take time. It is completely unrelated, but I like to watch stuff at night while I'm in bed and, like, fall asleep. And I was like, I, I watched Rick and Morty a million fucking times, all of it. Like, I, can't, I literally can't watch it anymore. Um, so I started... Final Space again, and that shit gets like good emotional, like good story. Like this is not just a like a like a goofy you know, Family Guy type. Thing. Within yeah. the first episode, yeah. like when he does the the um when he when he gets blasted out of the out of the Galaxy One, well, don't, and he's don't around the much. ship, and he's got to you know lead, like you know blast around the planet or something like that to beat yeah. the asteroids. That's like a really cool yeah. fucking part. Yeah, it's awesome. Though. I can't wait for it's season very three. very good. Can't oh my gosh, it's gonna be for so season good. Three. It's going to be so good. Uh, anything else you guys want to bring up? And what you've been doing lately? Yeah, the time travel episode in Final Space. No, and not, how no, that don't, was. Sh- <laughs> don't tell them. All right, we won't talk about it. All right. Yeah. I'm, go- I'm good. All right. Let's go into, uh, let's go back in time to episode seven. Gotta get back in time. Bill, I think you were the one to do the uh, recap review on this. Do you yeah. have? Uh, I love how you wrote the notes down on, a, on an actual piece of paper, like with pen. So I did, and the reason why is because my thumbs broke, and I can't, I can't, I can't, text, I can't type fast enough. It's so frustrating. Just text with one hand. Yeah. It's so fucking irritating. I hate it. Anyways, so here are. Um, some highlights. Some highlights. Ryan loved issue seven. He said it was his favorite. <laughs> this is this is episode seven. So yeah. issue seven. This was two years ago. Uh, it was my least favorite so far. Wow. Because a lot of it was exposition, exposition, like, and I hated it. Um, Ryan, you and me had just seen Fallout, the Mission Impossible movie. Oh. And you said that if it weren't for Infinity War, you would have liked it more. It would have been your favorite movie of the year. Of the year. Yeah. Stand by it. Um, we were all playing Spider-Man. Okay. Insomniac Spider-Man just came out. Yep. Um, I had beaten it. I think, TJ, you had beaten it. And, Ryan, you were still trying to platinum it. Oh, yeah. So nothing, nothing has changed there. Uh, Tomb Raider 3 came out the night that we recorded, and I bought it. Ryan, you made fun of me because it was getting bad reviews. And it looked really bad. And, and how it, was it? And it, it? I mean, it's still not my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my favorite at all. Like, what's so weird is a lot of people say that that's the best of the no, new Tomb Raider. Really? But the first, I fucking love the first, the first one. The first one's so good. Uh, oh, Dragon Prince, we were just talking about that. Like, hey, yeah. what's this new Netflix show coming out? Yep. Dragon Prince. Uh, I was the first one to get my Oblivion Song t-shirt. Mm. Um, 
in the letters column of issue seven, Kirkman said, wait till you get to issue 20. <laughs> because the whole thing changes. So it's, oh, it's, so he said it was really 19. 20? Yeah. It was really 19. Everything changed. Yeah. Um, Ryan, you said, I love this cover. Mm-hmm. And then, and then I was going to ask you, did you love 26? And you already said that you, you, you liked it. Uh, talked about how it was already the transference machine. Um, we talked about what, like, weaponizing, like, what the military could have done with it, and how, like, Ryan, you said something cool, how, like, the military could go into, like, an enemy base and, mm-hmm. and like, transfer it to somewhere else. Um, uh, Bill said these are... Oh, and, and I talked about how they were the wilds, how, like, Oblivion's much bigger, it's gonna be much bigger. Mm. So, interestingly enough, yeah. this is, in this issue, 26... We finally got to see... We got to see... The city, yeah. which is completely different from yeah. the wilds. Yeah. Um, so much has changed. Yep. So much. And then I also talked about how this series could be like the perfect thing for like new like side side series like Oblivion Song, this dimension, Oblivion Song, this dimension because yeah. they could easily. And we talked about it early on mm-hmm. how there could be like you know a third dimension pop up and stuff like. There still could be like. Yeah. But that's that's the highlight reel for our back in time. You never know. There still could be like if there's a movie that's coming out. Like we always talk about, like could Kirkman ever go back to the Invincible universe and and do with the animated series coming out and as it gains popularity? Yeah. Eventually, the Oblivion song movie is going to come out. Maybe he'll come back to Oblivion and yeah. yeah. kind of do some stuff. So. And I did check um, Chris Pratt's IMDb. For... This is this is all assuming that it is going to end like anytime yeah. soon. But did you go back and see the? The uh, popsicle that he made fun no, of? No, no, I, I, I checked his IMDb just to see, like, what his upcoming projects were. Not um, uh, uh, not at all thinking that it was going to say, like, you know, unannounced Skybound project yeah. or unannounced Kirkman project. But I was looking for, like, w- is there a gap, you know what I mean, like, that we're not seeing. And he's Did got, I... like, 2021, and then there's unannounced projects, and there's, like, five of them. Is that something that, that was brought up in Episode 7, or are you just saying that in general? I'm just saying that in general, because yeah. okay. we talked about the movie a little bit. Because we, we know that now, so. we know that he uh, we saw an Instagram post uh, where he was like showing a, a sunburn that he had gotten, and in the background was trade paperback one and two of Oblivion Song. Very so, neatly, like and it was like a like month there. It was like a yeah. month after the movie was announced, yeah. so of course we freaked out. Yeah. But yeah, it's if we do make it to issue forty-eight or beyond, then. Two years from now, or 20 episodes from now, we'll be recapping us talking right now. Hmm. Hmm. Time travel. Time travel. Back in time. Bop, boop, bop, boop, bop. All right. Well, I think that that just about does it for episode 26, issue 26. What a coincidence. That was a good episode. That was a good episode. I think, I think both Invincible and Oblivion Song if I do, really good episodes this month. If, if we, we do, do say, say so ourselves. ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Tooting our own horns. Yeah. But yeah, it, it I think it's good to be excited. Yeah, that's the because thing. We've we had so much stuff to talk about. We've yeah. had so much news, and normally, especially with Oblivion Song, we never really get much Oblivion Song news. So um, yeah, this was good. This was fun to talk, talk it all out, and hopefully uh, the, that momentum and news will continue. I don't know if it will, but well, you never know. So yeah. So that's it. Until next month. Uh, I'm Bill. I'm Ryan. I I guess I'm I guess I'm TJ. He did it. He did it. Okay, bye. Bye.